A Star Without a Name When a baby is taken from the wet nurse, it easily forgets her and starts eating solid food. Seeds feed a while on the ground, then lift up into the sun. Taste the filtered light and work your way toward wisdom with no personal covering. That's how you came here, like a star without a name. Move across the night sky with those anonymous lights. Rumi Welcome to Self Talk. I'm Rachel Astarte. I'm a psychotherapist, transformational life coach, author, and educator, a shamanic practitioner. I'm also a mother, a wife, a voiceover artist, native New Yorker, a stand-up comedy aficionado, eco-political activist, and a few other roles and titles. I'm sure that um, you yourself have a few roles and titles of your own, and we're going to talk about that later. In fact, that's kind of what this whole podcast is about, the self. So we're going to take a look at what the self means to us, but also what our particular selves say to us. In other words, what are the voices in your head telling you? And how do those voices determine how you behave in your daily life? Is it possible to change those voices in order for you to create a satisfying and happy life for yourself while you're here on this planet in this particular energetic iteration? So why a podcast about the self? Or in particular, why does that interest me enough to create a podcast about the self? Um, this goes way back. So around the age of nine or ten, I found and read this book called how to Be Your Own Best Friend, A Conversation with Two Psychoanalysts, and that was by Mildred Newman and Bernard Berkowitz. This book changed my life. One of the major takeaways I had from the book was that I saw, oh, I'm unique in all the world, and I can also turn to myself for happiness and companionship. And this may not seem like a lot to grown-ups, but as a nine or ten-year-old, that was uh, pretty cool. Um, so what I realized was I didn't need to hinge my self-worth on how others related to me. And that was also a very big deal at my age. It, it came in very handy because I was living in this rural village in upstate New York where like your closest neighbor is a couple dairy farms away. But <clears throat> it also came in really handy later on in my life when I was a single 30-something and I was trying to navigate the crazy dating scene in New York City. Um, and interestingly, it was around that time in my 30s, I really began to take a closer look at what the self was, or, or in particular, what my self was. So the question I was asking myself was, if I never find a partner, is that going to be okay with me? Because that was very possible that I, I was in my late 30s at that point, and things were not happening for me. So is it going to be okay if I'm alone the rest of my life? Or does it mean there's something wrong with me that I can't attract and keep a mate? It was a really big question. Maybe some of you have asked that question of yourself. So it occurred to me that I pretty much had to be ready to spend the rest of my life with myself alone without a, without a companion. And I had to make that okay. I mean, I, I had to. I had no other choice because I certainly didn't want to live a miserable life. 
So that led me to the larger question of what, what is the self? What is my self? How do I fit into the larger picture of the self? So let's talk about that a little bit. And let's do what everybody does. We'll start with the Oxford Dictionary definition of the self. And here it goes. A person's essential being that distinguishes them from others, especially considered as the object of introspection or reflexive action. You're not going to get tested on this. Don't worry. You don't have to memorize that. But basically, let's break it down. Self and other. There's self and there's the other. Now, there's a lot of crossover there. And I mean, I I understand I'm separate from you, or am I? But we'll talk more about that in the next episode. Are we really separate? But okay, let's not get too technical. Yes, I am over here. You are over there. But what are you doing? Should I be doing that thing that you're doing? You see, there's this crossover. So I'm looking over there. I realize I'm separate from you. But whatever it is you're doing, I'm interested in. Is that something I should be doing? So we're trying to fit into the other, even though we are separate from it, if that makes sense. So how do we do this? We do this by categorizing. We use roles and labels. You heard some of mine earlier. Some of these roles and labels are given to us by others, and some of them we give ourselves, like woman or man, uh, mother, father, son, daughter, lover, friend. We might refer to ourselves as a Buddhist, a Muslim, a Christian, a Jew, a law-abiding citizen, um, maybe by what we do with our lives, like writer, dancer, attorney, tech guru, a guy who gets his coffee from the same deli every morning at 8 a.m. You get the idea. So what ends up happening is that we narrow ourselves to this cluster of details. And some of that's fine. I mean, some of those details are great, you know. But the real issue that we really have to ask ourselves is, are we living this list of labels or roles that keep us from being our highest self? So we'll talk about what the highest self is, but basically that self that you know deep inside you is the true you. Again, we're going to cover that in a second. But let's stick with the roles and labels concept for a second. So for example... When you hear me say the word doctor, what do you picture? Now, I'm not talking about your doctor, so don't envision your doctor. I'm talking about the title, the role, the word, the concept, doctor. So how is doctor dressed? How does doctor carry itself? What are some things that you could imagine doctor doing in its free time? What are some things that might seem completely unacceptable to you for a doctor to be doing? Um, Like a doctor, I can't picture a doctor doing that. I can't picture a doctor um, wearing those clothes or saying X or smoking something, you know, or whatever it is. So when we make these decisions and these judgments, they have come to us and they've been formed over time by repetitive impressions formed by the society and the culture that we live in. And they begin to affect us once we begin to integrate them into our personality. So backing it up, what does it really mean to be a mother? What does it mean to be a lover 
or a friend? What does it mean to be a workaholic or a caregiver? So when we think of these roles that we might be carrying around, do we see ourselves, our true selves, our highest selves, or do we feel the need to live up to the general definition of what those roles are and sort of put them on as, as a mask in order to fit in to the other, fit into society? So in other words, um, man, how does a man act? And if you're a man, you might ask yourself, do I, as a man, do that? Do I do what those manly things are? Um, does that feel right in my belly to do those things? Does that suit my life? And some of us never even ask these questions. We never bother to ask these questions, and that can lead us into trouble uh, when, we, when we are just automatically assuming the roles that, and, and labels that we think we should be, right? And we're fitting in and all's going well, but something doesn't fit. So what happens when we answer these questions honestly and we live that choice, the choice that feels right in our belly, that feels more in alignment with our true selves? That's how we become our highest self, our true self. And so what is this highest self or true self? In very short, it's our connection to source or creation or God or Godhead or great spirit or great mystery or whatever. And again, we're going to talk about that in the next episode. But our connection to creation, our connection to source, that's what our true self is. And that connection is actually science. It's scientific. And it's also spiritual. And we're going to talk about that next time. So as we close for this particular episode, I'd love to hear your thoughts about this topic or anything else having to do with the self, something you're grappling with, something you have questions about, um, areas where you're stuck or areas that work really well for you. What have you done to step into yourself? I'd love to hear your thoughts. So email me anytime at rachel, R-A-C-H-E-L, at selftalkpodcast.com. That's R-A-C-H-E-L at selftalkpodcast.com. Until then, many blessings on your path. I'm Rachel Astarte. Thank you for joining me on Self Talk. Aho.